Hello, listeners. Jordan here. I just want to let you know that you can listen to Nighttime early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Include it with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. You are tuned to the Nighttime Podcast, focused on the fringe of Canada. Hello, listeners. I got something that may be a little disturbing for those among us with weak stomachs. Tonight's story revolves around a young woman from Quebec named Nadine. More specifically, the story involves Nadine's attempts to honor her grandmother, who had recently passed away unexpectedly. You'll hear it described in detail shortly, but a strange series of coincidences compelled Nadine to seek out a butterfly-shaped, pendant-style urn to store her grandmother's ashes. A fairly specific item, sure, but it didn't take long and Nadine found just what she was looking for at Amazon.com. But as you may have guessed, I'm not covering the story of a woman from Quebec who got a good deal on a pendant. And this certainly isn't going to be an infomercial for Amazon. The part of the story that caught my attention was what happened when that urn arrived. It's all a bit unsettling, But as it turns out, Nadine got much more than what she bargained for. Although the listing described the item as a new product, the urn Nadine received in the mail clearly wasn't. I'll allow Nadine to explain the rest, so let's get into it. Tonight, in this episode of Nighttime, we are going to be joined by Nadine, and our topic is probably the worst case scenario one can expect when buying an urn. Nadine, I'm so excited to talk to you. After stumbling upon your story today, I, I don't remember a, a situation where I as ravenously tried to find someone to talk to them about their crazy story. So where are you? Maybe let's let's start with this. Just tell me a bit about yourself. Like who are you and where are you? Oh, Nadine Hua, uh, French Canadian, currently living in Gatineau, Quebec. I'm pretty simple. And, and aside from becoming like a a media celebrity seemingly overnight what's what's your life like what do you what do you do for fun what how do you pass the time other than being interviewed by every news source in Canada today <laughs> you know I'm really a person that likes to go outdoors I'm kind of more of like an introvert kind of like an old soul at heart I prefer knitting sewing you know going on hikes camping and fishing kind of thing mm-hmm. and Otherwise, I'm just hanging out at home with my bird. <laughs> yeah, I saw in your you were in a CBC article in your picture. It's like you have a little bird sitting on your shoulder. What's the story with that? Yeah. Okay. So my little parrot, Chloe, uh, she's a little conure. And unfortunately for her, uh, she can't fly. Actually, she got a, like an, mm-hmm. um, a collarbone injury a few years ago when she was about two. She's uh, five years old now. And ever since she got the collarbone injury, she had like a fracture and it prevents her from flying. 
Um, so she's a very, very clingy bird. As long as she's on your shoulder, she's happy. She won't chirp. She won't scream. She's just very content to be around me kind of thing. But I guess for like a, a bird that you keep in your house, that's that injury is not the worst thing in the world because she can just sit on your shoulder and you can chill. It's not so bad. I can like, sometimes I go around uh, the neighborhood with her. She'll just sit on my shoulder, like enjoy the view outside. I don't, I don't have to worry about putting a harness or anything on her. Well, let's get to, get to the story. And, and this really starts with your your grandmother's passing so maybe uh, tell us a bit about about your grandmother like did you, I see pictures of the two of you together in some of these articles you look like you were very close so maybe tell me a bit about your grandmother and your relationship with her yeah so I'm sure everyone's grandmothers are like the sweetest little lady um mine in particular I feel well, we were basically best friends kind of thing uh, through COVID because I got laid off. It kind of it was kind of like a blessing in disguise because I spent a lot of time with her. I was basically with her every week. I'd be calling her every other day. Uh, she's just the type of lady <laughs> just kind of like mischievous, always up to like a joke, always up to something. Uh, we just always love to hang out. And it was it was great. Uh, she wasn't like at the end, she wasn't necessarily sick. It was just like a uh, very sudden illness that just came and she passed without, I don't even think she knew that, you know, things were going to escalate so quickly because, mm-hmm. uh, a few days before she passed, we actually, we were like talking about having a date together. We were supposed to go feed the birds and then we were supposed to go to my uncle's because she was, uh, moving soon to, um, a residence. So she was talking about how we were going to go to my uncle's to grab some of her like other belongings kind of thing. And we're going to make like a whole date out of it. And then uh, four days later, I got a call saying she's at the hospital on her hospital bed. Wow. It was very sad. And that that was sudden and unexpected. And when was it that she passed? It was June. Did I read correctly? Passed actually on Father's Day. So this past day, June 20th. And because of COVID, um a lot of funerals and everything are kind of like backlogged so the funeral uh was actually a month after so is that it it's kind of funny in a way because the earliest convenient that we could have done her funeral was on july 22nd which Mm -hmm. also failed on her birthday oh wow yeah so she passed on father's day and then the funeral and her birthday was on july 22nd Mm -hmm. okay well First of all, I'm sorry to hear about about her passing, and I can relate to being close to grandparents. So I'm I'm very close with my grandmother and my granddad. Um, and when I when I read your article and, and I saw that picture of the two of you together, I immediately just put myself in your shoes with the with my grandmother. So I can even tell by the photo just both of your smiles. You, I can tell without reading the article, I could tell how close you were. Um, now nowadays, like a, a traditional burial isn't as common maybe as it as it was 15 years ago or something the a, a cremation was that something that your grandmother had decided or your family decided like do you know what what led to that yeah exactly so essentially it was her her and my grandfather they both wanted to be cremated we had a whole service for the church and everything um because i know you could either you know have the just get buried with like the casket or be cremated but that was her wishes mm-hmm. to be cremated and have service and since it was her birthday all the family got together got a birthday cake saying happy birthday to her at you know at the cemetery and everything mm-hmm. and was the plan within the family always to like divide up 
her her ashes or her remains for everybody to have a piece like was that something that was planned or last minute no it was actually well it was actually a surprise to all of us um so it was essentially my older aunt the oldest of six kids uh so the day of the funeral after the funeral there was kind of like a get together like the funeral home to have like a little lunch and snacks and stuff like that and uh, I guess my oldest, well, like my oldest aunt in the funeral home, they managed to plan. So every, how do I say this? Like every child of my grandmother got a small thing of her cremated ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when it came to my mother, because essentially this, it's just me, my mom and my brother. And my mom, she decided like, you know what, we should do something with her ashes instead of just because it's a it's a small container that we received essentially and all my other aunts and uncles also receive like a small container of ashes so then essentially my mom and my brother and I we just decided like okay we'll do something cute for her and that's when we came up with the idea of getting the little like necklaces like the urn pendants for her so the idea like because when people hear the word urn they're thinking like of a big like metal jar but what you and your mom and your brother decided to do was a necklace with like a little metal kind of vial i guess is the word i would use yeah. um and the one that you chose in particular was a was a butterfly shaped one was there any relevance to butterflies or you just was like oh that's a nice urn necklace no okay so there's kind of like a weird story behind the butterfly uh my mother she got a rose my brother got a cross for me okay so after uh the funeral i decided to go on the date with like by myself the the day that i how do i say this like the date i didn't get to go on with my grandmother to go feed the birds Mm -hmm. and there's this one particular park in ottawa I have always gone to since I was a little child. Uh, as soon as you drive up to the parking lot, there's birds you could feed out of your hands. And as soon as you, there's like kind of like a walking trail in the forest and everything. As soon as I got into uh, the parking lot, I found it, it was kind of odd because there wasn't any birds. So I was like, okay, maybe they're like, they're just further in the forest or something. And the further I walk, there was absolutely nothing. And like, I was surprised. I was like, you know, I've been here since I was a kid. This is odd. The first time in my life, I haven't seen any birds. And even like other people that were on the hike, they're like, yeah, we came to see the birds today and there's none. Like, this, it's an odd day. I'm like, okay. And in my head, I'm like, oh, like this sucks. But like, I'll just go back to my car. And on my way back to my car, the trail, I was alone. And there was just this one monarch butterfly ahead of me. And I was like, Oh, but it was like flat on the ground. I was like, oh, it looks injured or something. So I went to approach it. And I kid you not, the butterflies just kept flying. So it's a little like ahead of me each time I was like walking towards it. And it basically almost like it like, kind of like flew with well, it flew beside me to my car. Wow. And as soon as I got to my car, it flew away. Wow. And I was like, this is weird. And then another instance that was very, very weird. Um, I was home alone one day and so essentially I live in like a single detached home, but it's like a very old, long home and the home is split in half. So I have like the first front of the house and the back of the house is this older lady. And every day there's some type of like a person that comes to help around around the house and whatever. And usually sometimes if it's a new person, they'll come knocking at my door thinking it's for my neighbor. So this 
say I'm alone in the house, like folding laundry or something. I'm upstairs and I hear someone knocking at my door and I'm like, okay, it's maybe someone kind of thing. And it was like four loud knocks. So I go downstairs. Well, I kind of like peek down the stairs to see if there's, if I could see anyone. And I kid you not, there was no one there, but a white butterfly at my door. So it gives me chills. I don't know. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get, so this whole thing, when we were deciding about the urns, I'm like, I'm going to get a butterfly. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm sure it's her in like a spiritual form, like checking in on me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I believe that stuff. So yeah, I chose the butterfly. That's a, a beautiful background to the butterfly. I, I was expecting you to just say, I don't like butterflies. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so finding an, a butterfly shaped necklace urn isn't something you can just mm-hmm. go to the local mall and pick up. That's a pretty specific thing. So tell me like how you eventually came to find this. So, okay, to be very honest, and I wish, I don't know, is this, I'm not a big fan of Amazon to begin with for so many reasons. And I know so many people are going to bash me online for that. Is this, for some reason, when it comes to things with cremated, like anything to do with like funeral, like things to remember someone, it's so expensive. Whether you go through a funeral home to buy those little objects, those little knickknacks, or even if you go to like an engraved store, those little pendants, they're not even, they're like sterling silver. And every place I went to the little shops like near my neighborhood or online, like stores nearby, everything was over. It was like closer to 80 to a hundred. Okay. And at the time I'm like, okay, but I have to like, Essentially, I was buying for myself, my mom and my brother, and then they were going to pay me back kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, a hundred to eight, like 80 to a hundred for all, like individually for all of us is kind of like expensive. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what, let me just go check on Amazon and see if they have what we're looking for. And there you go. My mom's rose was like about $17. My brother, my family, like there's another family friend they got across was like about $20 as well. For me, the butterfly was a bit extra because I was like, I don't know. Just, I guess the blingage, the little gems on it, it costs like fifty dollars. So I was like, you know what? It's better than like eighty to a hundred. So then I had like I ended up ordering all from Amazon. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. So this stuff is coming to you when, what is the first red flag? I understand like your package looked different than the others. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so it all came, you know, the Amazon package, the orange envelope, my mom and my brothers with within the envelope, there's a like there's a box when you open the box for my mom and my brothers, their items were all individually packed in these like little bags, like the pendant, like sealed, like with plastic inside of a, you know, like a bag the chain was different in a bag. And it comes with like a little funnel and a stick also in a different bag. Okay. My package, however, when I opened the box, everything was shoved in the one bag and the chain was already attached to the pendant and the chain was like hanging out of the bag. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, that's odd. 
but I'm like, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it's this, this particular seller, the way they package things, maybe the chain slipped out, like who knows? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I had like a strong gut feeling about, no, I had to, sh- I don't know. I just, there's a strong gut feeling that I had to go ahead and check the, you know, the content of the, of the necklace of the pendant. So and, your your uh, mind went there that quick. Like when it looked weird, you're like, whoa, I got to open this thing up. Yeah, basically. Okay. Cause and, I, cause I, I get where it's, where this is going and, and thinking of my own experiences, like you'll go, you'll order something online and the box comes in, it's a little beat up and you're in my thought when that happens is like, oh, someone probably returned this and they repackaged it. And it's, you know, it's going to be missing a screw or something. If I got to put the thing together, you have like the, the horror movie version of that story. So <laughs> tell me what, like what, so you open it, it looks weird. How does this go down? So, as soon as so essentially, when I unscrewed the top, I just I saw something. I was like, "No, this can't be. There can't be something in here." I'm like freaking out. So I was like, "You know what? I'll just put a white paper above, uh, below the thing, the pendant." And I go to grab the little stick. I go to scrape it a bit because I'm thinking maybe it's like a a lint or something. I I don't even know what it could have been. And just everything comes out. And I'm just like, no, this can't be it. This can't be it. And just like tapping, like just like shaking the little pendant a bit, like more of it came out. Oh. And all I see gray, whitish. Cause like on the media and everything, because what I did is I zoomed in on the picture. So it looks a lot of people says it looks like cannabis. And I totally get where they're coming from because it kind of does resemble, but it's also like a very zoomed in picture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this gray grayish white substance comes out with little hairs and I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do. And I'm just like, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. What am I going to do? Like I'm freaking out. I'm like, I have so many questions running through my head. Like who would return this? How do you forget to take this out? If it is a return, how do they not inspect it properly? This. Yeah. Even till this day, is this mind blowing? So what do you do? Cause it's like, when you buy something on Amazon, it almost comes from like this, you know, just, especially if it's from a third party seller, it might as well mm-hmm. just come from outer space. Like, it's not like you can call someone <laughs> and be like, you know, I think there may be yeah. remains in the urn you sent me. Like, what do you do? Like what's going on? So immediately, immediately I went back to the, you know, the Amazon app. I look for the seller. At first I tried looking for a phone number. Cause I was like, I'm going to contact this person directly. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's no phone number. You can only like write them like an email through the Amazon app. Yeah, good luck with that. Freaking out. It's like, is this a return? Is this ashes? Like, am I like really seeing what I'm seeing? How is this acceptable? This whole thing. Uh, and then, and the, at same breath, I'm trying to contact uh, Amazon customer service, but I was having a hard time kind of like finding their number. Hmm. Um, so I ended up finding just like kind of this like unlight online chat that you can have with someone yeah over online and i'm explaining them the whole situation i'm sending them pictures and it was kind of just like oh uh yeah i understand your situation if you want a refund you would need to bring the item back to us i'll i'll send you a return form and you have to send it back within seven days oh and I was trying to tell them, like, do you understand my situation? I'm like, there's actual ashes here. 
Like, I can't, I feel so bad already for disturbing someone's ashes. And the fact that you want me to return them back, I, it just, it felt so wrong to my core. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'll just wait and see if the seller's going to get back to me. Cause for the return, I had a week, like either ways. Mm-hmm. And eventually the seller did get back to me. And at first it sent, they were just like, Oh, let me look into this matter. And I was like, okay, I don't know what else you want to look into. I sent you all the pictures and everything. Uh, then the second reply I got, it was just them basically saying like, Hey, this is Amazon's fault. Uh, they're the ones who proceed. Like they, they go through the whole returns and they inspect it. And they probably just looked at it from the outside, thought it was a necklace and say, Hey, like, this is, you know, acceptable. We'll put it back on the market for sale, not knowing the sensitivity of the actual product. Yeah. But I'm also thinking like for the, whoever put something in here, let's cause like, do you believe it's it's remains and ashes that are inside there? Like, is that what you think? I enjoy percent because I have my grandmother's ashes, and just like I almost wish I would have taken a photo because when I had the uh, the content dumped out on a paper, I had like I scooped it back up into like the little plastic bag, and I almost wish I could have taken a photo at that time, but I wasn't thinking. If I would have known this whole story would have blown up, I would have done a comparison because it's day and night it's literally identical uh you can't mistake it for anything else you really can't so one mystery is is who would use it and then return it with someone's ashes in it oh god i wish i i don't know yeah that will that part of this will never be solved because it's such an abyss when it comes from amazon and whatnot so where is it now did you eventually get it back and get your 50 bucks or whatever it was (laughs) So essentially the seller uh, confirmed everything. They apologized. They sent me a full refund right away. And I was like, okay, great. I don't have to return this, but now what do I do with it? And honestly, the most respectful thing that I thought, and I still think it is, I went to the cemetery the other day in Ottawa and uh, I just found like one like big, beautiful tree with like, you know, a nice view of flowers and everything. And I just hung it up in a tree and, uh, you know, and I just I kind of like in a moment saying like, I'm sorry for just like, you know, disturbing you. I'm sorry that we had to go through all this hassle. I hope you can like finally rest in peace and you won't get bothered essentially anymore. Well, but that's nice. Yeah. Um, now, I mentioned this off the top is that this story has become big news. It's all over the place. If you search your name or if you even search like earn ashes you're like the first <laughs> result how did this like blow up how did people find out about this so <laughs> so essentially uh when all of this happened a lot of my friends and family were like oh Nansen, you should you know send the story to the news because you don't hear about this every day this is something big and it's amazon and everything and at first i was like oh i don't make like a big deal out of it like oh and uh anyways they ended up convincing me and I was like okay I'll write to news not thinking they would get back to me because I was like there's probably so many other things more important or I don't know and uh nope uh like within 24 hours they got back to me right away wanting to get an interview and I was like okay cool so I do that one interview and then uh what was it I had to do Canada they ended up messaging me and then TVO for the Quebec news messaged me and CBC is such a huge platform. So 
it went Canada wide on that one. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't heard from Amazon again, because I'm, I'm sure their handling of it initially, <laughs> like it was just probably some low level customer service person. I'm surprised someone with some powers like Nadine, we're going to give you a gift card or something. CBC and I think they are like trying to reach out to Amazon and Amazon just, they just didn't want to comment oh, on it. Absolutely. Like, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure they don't want, <laughs> want yeah. to comment on it. Um, now, let me ask this: This all happened because you wanted a way to honor your grandmother and store her ashes. Did you end up getting a butterfly urn, or was there something different you did? <laughs> so, because okay, so originally I wanted to get a newer butterfly from the seller, but to be honest, I thought they were kind of acting a bit sketchy. It's just the fact that I honestly, I don't necessarily understand their response because the seller is located in China, but their inventory of their store is located in the uh, United States. Mm. And they're like, oh, well, we can't access our inventory. And because you're in Canada, we're having this like type of issue to ship you the item. Uh, but here's a coupon if you want to use it. But if by any chance the coupon doesn't work, buy the product, let us know, and then we'll give you a refund. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not necessarily sure that's how it works. Um, so at that point, I was like, you know what? Thank you for the full refund. We're going to end business here because mm -hmm. uh, this is just so unacceptable on so many levels. And if I was a seller, I'd be like the first person to be like, oh, yeah, like, don't worry about it. Like, I'll I'll make sure you get a new one without even questioning it. Make it work out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just figure something out. But so uh, I ended up ordering another butterfly off to like another seller off of Amazon. Um, haven't received it yet. Crossing my finger. It's a, uh, nothing's in there as a surprise. Okay. Well, hopefully we don't have to do a part two of this episode and this all works out. <laughs> Um, now I want to ask this to, to end it as you said at, at the beginning that your, your grandmother was very mischievous, always playing a trick on someone and a joke. What would she make of this? <laughs> I don't know, to be honest, I think she would maybe laugh about this, like in a way, like, as if you're the person, like, you know, like if something were, were to happen, it would be me kind of thing. And then she'd probably just tell everyone like, oh, look, who's on TV? It's my little like my, my little granddaughter. Or she would just probably laugh at me and just, you know, never like let it go kind of thing. And uh, she just, I don't know, make like a joke out of it, like at any opportunity she could essentially. All right. Well, <laughs> I expect to follow up whenever you receive your next package. I hope to see a photo of you with like the butterfly around your neck proudly and a, a new butterfly that's sufficiently packaged <laughs> and nothing weird. Um, I wish you all the best. And I really appreciate you sharing the story. It's I, I hate to smile and chuckle because in the middle of this story is the loss of your grandmother and your attempts to mm -hmm. honor her. But at the same time, like, man, who would have ever thought that this is how this would turn out? At first you're definitely freaking out. It's a big, you know, like WTF moment, but like, I think at the end of the day, you kind of just have to laugh about it because it just, it doesn't happen ever. You don't hear about it. Um, yeah, I, I use this, it's crazy.
I want to thank you for joining Nadine and I for our discussion surrounding her retail horror story. As unpleasant and off-putting this whole experience is, I have no doubt that Nadine will find a perfect way to honor her grandmother and the memories she has of their time together. And with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode of Nighttime, but before we part, I'm going to give some thanks. First, a big thank you to Nadine for sharing her story with the listeners of Nighttime. Next, a thank you to the unknown producer of the episode's theme song. It's a remixed version of the classic Italian song, Non Dementicar. And next, a massive thank you to everyone who is listening to Nighttime, as without your interest and your support, this show would be as pointless as it would be impossible. But with that said, keeping the show alive is and has always been an uphill battle, so if you want to help take a bit of weight off the show's back, please consider subscribing to the premium feed. It costs about as much of a cup of coffee, but it'll help keep the show alive. If you're interested, visit patreon.com slash nighttimepodcast. And with that said, let me thank the newest supporters of the show, Monica and Wendy. Thank you. And for anyone else who'd like to support the show but can't do it financially, you can give me a big hand by simply sharing the episodes on social media and letting like-minded friends know about what we're doing here. If you want to recommend story ideas or give feedback on the show, you can reach me directly at nighttimepodcast.com slash contact. And I'm also on social media using Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, I'm often live on the Nighttime Podcast YouTube channel. So until next time, take care of each other, hug your loved ones tight, and let me know if you see anything weird. The Nighttime Podcast is written, hosted, and produced by Jordan Bonaparte. Copyright Jordan Bonaparte.